Alright, hold on one second. Let me put the car on. to hear, read the text last night you sent. What did I say last night? You don't even seem to remember. Where are you? I'm in the car. I just got my mammogram and everything was fine, thank oh, God. God. So, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so that's why you're in a good mood. Okay. I tried to go to the AT&T store just now because um, I got the bill online and they're charging us for four lines instead of three lines. They're yeah, such jerk-offs with those things. Well, you know what they did? I see what they did. Because Harrison got the second phone? He got another phone? Well, he got it late, or whatever. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. Huh. She had said to me, oh, wait, are they open now? They were closed. Oh, now they're open. All right, I gotta oh. go back. No, wait a minute, they're still closed. Oh. I came back, it says open at 11, and now they're closed. There's nobody there. I, I wonder if it went out of business the one I, I went to. So weird, they were like these Indian guys. I don't know, it looks like it went out of business, I swear to God. No, it's like a really weird thing. Like, um, they had said to me, oh, if you want, you you can use your phone for business and personal, and you just switch off. I said, no, I don't really want to do that. I don't need to do that. And um, So they gave it to you anyway? They gave it to me anyway, and they're charging, like, it's not a lot because I don't use the number, but it's like 48 a month. I mean, it's something significant. Disgusting. So, I to go in. so I'm just going to have to, if they're not in, I'm going to have to go to another store or call the company and tell them that I never agreed to four um, things. So. And um, you should try and make them give a, a rebate for the money Harrison lost for the difference, saying that that was also their fault. No, he didn't. He was able to, we were able to do it. Oh. I think we eventually were able to do I just it. feel like these companies and these deals, it's either never quite all that. That's good that he got that, but I feel like they just try to rob you with every wit's end. Yeah. But anyway, I, I don't have that much time because I have to go what? to the bathroom. So How oh, are you? That, that's that's you? disappointing, though. I, I kind of wanted to talk. All right, so talk. So talk. Don't what? ask me. I didn't say anything. I just said, where are you? Because it sounded like you couldn't talk, but you called me. Or you called me 15 minutes. All right, minutes. but go talk. So tell me what's new. Why is there so much noise if you're in the car? Because it's raining and it's the, uh, the windshield. Oh, wipers. it's not. I, mean, I don't think it's even raining. Don't, don't ask stupid questions. I haven't spoken to you. Just talk. I'm, it, it, 
I feel like I never even have a minute, and even if I'm talking, you don't listen. That's not true. I mean, tell me what's doing. I have, like, legitimate concerns to say. Okay, so say them. Don't just keep saying you have concerns or say what they are. Well, <laughs> you don't always give me a minute, so I'm glad I have a minute. Well, I have to go to the bathroom. So well, you're going to have to hold it. Okay. You said a very disturbing thing last night about Harvey's brother-in-law dead. Yeah, it's very sad. That guy was a miserable SOB, and he'll be miserable in heaven, but that doesn't mean he should have died. So, what was he, 70? I don't know, but I don't think he was so miserable. I always talked to him, and he was very nice. But wasn't he and the wife always, like, frowning and... They always well, look like bitter. They, you know, they had something with Harvey and Gail a couple of times, but then eventually... I, I just remember you, like, they would come to, like, Awake for Dad, which was not... They would come to many of those things, and that would be the only time we would see them. But I remember you would say, they seem like very unhappy people. You said that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what I said. I mean... Oh, I, I remember everything you said. I got to know them better. I don't know. So, is, all right, that's not relevant. Go it is. It's not. It is. I, I feel badly for Talia. I, I do, too. They're, they're, they're actually a very nice family, so I do yeah. feel... Um, well, they're, they're not so nice, but they're good. They're well-intentioned people, I feel. And right. Whatever. But um, Harrison's, like, so concerned... Have have you texted Harvey? Like, as as if Harvey would have shown so much decency. Dad had not... Harrison's father was not lay barren for 48 hours without Harvey cracking jokes to hordes of Jewish ego trolls. Oh, is that what you remember? Well, he said about uh, this guy in the Bible stooped his wife. And then the penguin was gurgling. I don't even remember that. I remember everything. When did he say that? At the first... I don't know if it's called an I-Man or um, the... Uh, you have to have ten men. Oh, yeah, yeah, the prayer thing. Yeah. Whatever the hell that... I don't that, even remember that. It's called like Magneto or something. Um No, but Har- Harrison's, like, so concerned. What is Harvey's... Like, he almost sounds like Nani. Did you call Gail? Like, Harrison didn't even seem to care, like, this... Like, for the person themselves, just, like, trying to find the protocol. But, like, he should be more concerned about, like, his own father, how Harvey treated him. Not, like, what how what Harvey thinks of his brother. We know Well, it brings me to another point. That, What's the point? Do you think you'll have service in the bedroom? Because I kind of wanted to say something grander. Alright, so say something grander and then I'm sure I will. Alright, um, they didn't do anything to keep Dad alive. Or they did, it seems like the bare minimum. The hospital, not Harvey. But um, they just sent him home like when it was like too much. And you had asked the doctor 
what could have been done, would it have been different if he stayed in the hospital. And the doctor said, it is not in God's will for you to know, or that's not the question to ask. Wait, who said that? The doctor. After Dad died, I think his his doc was he in Sloan? Was that where he yeah, was? Yeah. yeah. So that um, I don't know if it was. I don't remember these stupid Jewish names, but uh, I can't even remember for the life of Dr. Me. Posner, Dr. Breitbart. Yeah, those two. Mm-hmm. So you had asked one of them. I guess his uh, his head doctor, whether it was in the one treating him that for that time, but. You had said to one of them, would it have been different if he stayed in the hospital? And they said, that isn't the right question. He was so freaking sick. It's not in God's will to know that. But to me, all that's a beautiful thing, a way of putting it. It also sounds like they're eliminating liability for if... Oh, yeah. They didn't want to admit anything. Let me tell you what I saw in the Andy Warhol documentary. Andy Warhol got shot twice in his ghetto studio Mm -hmm. by a crazed woman who thought he was stealing her work, her manifesto. So Andy Warhol was dead for 30 minutes. Andy Warhol came uh, closer. Oh, he got shot? I forgot that. He got shot twice. And it hit every every organ except for his heart. And he was dead for 30 minutes. So he came closer than anyone had ever come to death. There was, in this ghetto hospital, there was an Italian immigrant doctor who wasn't allowed to work, you know, in the white people hospitals. And this is closer to death than anyone ever came that has lived because he was dead for 30 minutes. But this Guido doctor, who didn't even speak English, but... He was, this doctor wasn't even working. He was checking on a a patient off duty. And then he sees this corpse in the hall, you know, with buckets of blood. And he thinks it's a homeless crackhead. It's the, it's, you know, the mid sixties in the worst part of Manhattan. And he, oh. He lifts the dead body's eyelid that's been dead for 30 minutes and he flashes a light on the eyelid um, uh, uh, under lifting, peeling over that lid and the pupil dilated. So he said, okay, there's no pulse. There's no blood left in the body. The heart isn't beating, but uh, this person's pupil dilated. So what does he do? He, um, He cuts open the chest. He cuts open the heart. I know it sounds gross. He rubs the inside of the heart that... He doesn't wash his hands, which you have to because there's no time. He rubs... He massages the inside of Warhol's 30-minute dead heart with his hands like a piece of motherfucking mozzarella that he's weaving. And he almost massages the heart back into out of shock. And they said there's no chance. They said he's going to get into a coma. He's going to go into shock if he ever would wake up. And then he would just be in a coma and that would be it. But they put... they So dad had a blood clot and, you know, he was in the hospital. He was, They were keeping him alive in the hospital. The second he left the hospital, he died. What they did for... 
What they did for Warhol's dead body, as they're massaging with his bare hands, his cut... They didn't just massage his heart. They cut open the skin of his heart to massage the inside muscle of the heart. And then they put these air tubes inside his throat and they start beating air because the lungs couldn't hold anything. So his lungs weren't working. His heart was dead. Um, Because the the lungs were hemorrhaging blood. So they put these steel clasps on the lungs so that they would stop bleeding for now. They, it wasn't going to stop it permanently, but just to stop the hemorrhaging. And they put tubes connecting through down his throat, his mouth, into his windpipe. So pumping air artificially, as in he was not functional, he wasn't living, he wasn't breathing, but they were pumping that oxygen through this pump. And um, they, a human body holds 10, 10 pints of blood. And they had to give him 12 pints of blood. So that means he was dead a couple more times. And um, he, after some time of massaging the heart and popping lungs and sewing some wounds, every single organ was damaged. And um, he, he just, he, he awoke with life. And they said from the second he died, he had a, a will intentioned. In, in his spirit that he would not die there. And he was dead for 30 minutes. The closest, I guess, in history anyone has ever been dead and then been revived. And then he had a chainsaw like Zorro Z through his chest. And he had to wear a corset the rest of his life just to hold his organs inside. And he never really died then. No, he, he 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 lived from being dead for thirty minutes because there was a. a she's a fine girl. He's just peeing. Let me call him. No, I'm afraid. So th- this off-duty Italian doctor who wasn't even allowed to really practice medicine, let alone in real hospitals, because he was an Italian immigrant, 
who thought that Warhol was just a homeless dead crackhead and chose to operate on this homeless crackhead just in the hall of the hospital who, who saw the pupil dilate. They were able to put this random corpse that turned out to be this famous, prolific, legendary figure, but they just put this random body back to life on the chance thing, and it, it just goes in the most obscure and unnecessary, exciting, but improbable of circumstance and events that um, the preciousness and necessity of human life, what can really be done? And it just shows me to think everything that really medicine has been and could possibly be able to do, that the people for that just seems like kind of gave up a little. But you, you no, but you, you no, but you, you may have had a, a, a like two to three million dollar lawsuit on your hands if you would have actually maybe pursued it. Like it's well, really I sad. Really did look into it because I was so. I I know you. I know you were trying grazingly look into it, but I don't remember. We, uh, we put up much of a fight when the doctors kind of said. Uh, well, they really. I have to tell you, they were very. He wouldn't even talk to you. He wouldn't even return my call. And we're, we, we are so good. We're so good. How shocked he was. He goes, how shocking. Right. And, but, but let me tell you. We're so good natured, though. We, we, we wouldn't put up such a... And we were no, so sad. That, no, it I is. very, very careful about what I said. And I did speak to several lawyers. Several. Yeah. And let me what just they tell say? you, like, what the conclusion was. What? Daddy had a very, very poor prognosis. Yeah. Because it I know. was a very bad prognosis to begin with. I know that it's like a, a 90%. Now, I listen to you. Now you listen I know, to me. I know the prognosis was like 90% chance death it anyway. But like, it, he didn't He didn't even die from that. Happen. We didn't know how it was going to happen. We didn't know when it was going to happen. Yeah. And we went through all the steps to try yeah. Yeah, I, I know the toxicity. So, and, that, and that gave him a better quality of life because yeah. he didn't have to suffer from that. Yeah. And but but then when it's the, after multiple surgeries, I can't even remember how many four, yeah. five, whatever. Four. They felt that it was growing, and I saw the scan oh. myself. And then they said, "Okay, we're going to do chemo and radiation." So I knew that that was the end, the beginning uh. of the end. So but he he knew he knew that the prognosis was so bad. They too. kept telling us that this would help. Yeah. This would help, and then after doing all that chemo radiation, we thought that they were going to say, "Okay, it shrunk a little more. Now we'll maybe do another surgery, or we won't do anything." And when they looked at the scan, I am telling you, it was something called tentacles. That's what they called it. Like it was almost like. It looked like a scorpion that was growing t chemicals, like tentacles. I can't even explain how horrible it looked. And when he, we looked at that, the doctor's face was so shocked. 
Yeah, no, that was kind of, uh, well, that was the thing that seemed like sort of the liability, how I, I, I thought that was like the big part of the case, how it wasn't that they sent him home and a few days later he died, but like he didn't, he, he, he didn't even, he didn't even make it home. But if you're saying they modeled that in and he was dead and walking and they knew that, then... Yeah. And I want to tell you, he sounded terrible the way he spoke. He looked terrible. He looked like death. They discharged him. I had to take him in a wheelchair to the car, which usually when I wheelchair to the door, he would get up and walk to the car. He was so bad. I needed Harrison to come with me. I couldn't do it myself. He looked so bad. I, I had to manage him. And in the car, he looked horrible. The but- it, it's just, it's it, it is kind of kind of we yeah I saw how horrible he looked before he dropped but um that it 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 I just don't get, um, like, uh, with, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. And he did have two and a half good years. 
okay, let me see what we could do for you. Then he would say, we can't do anything for you. Then I would go to another and go, okay, let me see what we could do. Oh, I could help you. Mm. He goes, it's song Kettering. They think they're so great. I'll help you. And then he, he, he couldn't. He said, no, you don't have a case after we reviewed everything. Wow. So it was really, it was really cause of the prognosis. the doctors, I actually believe that the doctors altered the records a little too. Yeah. this time I went to a third lawyer and he, they said, we want, we're going to get every little piece of paper on him. And I gave them and then they got it from the hospital and then they called me and they said, we're very sorry, but your husband was seriously ill that even if they were at fault, his prognosis was so poor that the, the award you would get would not be worth all the time and effort we would have to put into mm. it. I says, well, you know, my yeah. husband is, was worth time and effort to me. Yeah. And I don't care if I don't get money, just to say that what they did was wrong. Yeah. And mm. they didn't want to do it. Huh. So after going to three lawyers, okay. I, mean, I didn't just give up. It, yeah, I guess I, I yeah, it's hard for me also blocking out the things you told me. I do remember you telling me things. You actually told me mostly all of these things just in parts, and I guess I didn't remember it that way. But just to uh, yeah, to to me it just seemed like like if they were trying to send him home so he could die, it seems like we would have never wanted him to go home. If we, like, we would have just gone there if we knew he was going to die to see him. But we wouldn't have wanted him to, like, leave the hospital if he was literally just going. Unless you knew you were taking him home to die, but I don't think we knew specifically. It's easy in retrospect to think that. that bill well the insurance did but yeah. i paid a little bit extra you know for uh, out of pocket but i mean the reality is the reality is that he had a serious illness and you know i'm just happy for the time we had for him from diagnosis to death which was two and a half years and even though it wasn't always pleasant i'm you know with his girl and all that and my upsetness and your upsetness i still feel like you know, it, we really did all we can. And, yeah, uh, you, you know, did. I'm not looking to, I just felt like, you know, if I ever had the opportunity to see them or speak to anyone there, I mm. did tell the psychiatrist that, though, because mm. he was seeing Daddy, and then later he was seeing both of us together. And I told the psychiatrist that, I have to tell you, I'm really, you're the only one who called. Mm. I, and he goes, yeah, that's not atypical in this mm. kind of situation. I said, they didn't even call me from the hospital, the surgeon, nobody. And only when I said it, they sent me a one-line email. Oh. We're shocked to hear about Rob's death. Oh, my God. Like, we're shocked? I mean, come on. I, yeah. Oh, you know what else they told me when they were discharging me? They said, they said when they were discharging me, they, you know what they said? You're going to need a lot of help at home. 
that's what they said. Oh, my You're going to need a lot. So, like, when I found that out and I said that to Gail, she goes, I guess you're going to need AIDS and round-the-clock nursing care. And, oh, my God. You know, because, and, and you know what Gail said to me? She goes, it's better for him and for you as a family that you didn't see that go on longer and he didn't have to suffer more. What was the point of it? So he would eventually die in three weeks, six weeks, you know, eight weeks, whatever. She says, it wasn't going to be pretty. It was going to be very horrible for him and for us to watch. Yeah, it does. It does make sense to justify it in the ways that it was so not good, and it would never possibly gotten better. But like, it also is like they say like Nazis also say things like that about the Holocaust and things. So uh, like, it is kind of hard to find the real truth. Like I think you could, uh, you could put a tube if they had a tube in the hospital that they could have. Knowing the system now that what you say, you would have probably lost money trying to fight it. Well, it 
take money until they win, but no mm-hmm. lawyer wanted to take the case yeah. because uh, they thought it was yeah. that poorly. You know, like I at see. first they all said, "Oh, this sounds terrible." I no, I know how like the the movies will make it seem like and like any lawyer will like fight to the death to like help like a family yeah. fight the system and the world so isn't like that. It's not, I know, I know. but it, it was, thank you for, uh, telling me, like, a reminder of, I guess, some parts that I, uh, sk- me all over in my mind, um, just su- the advanced cancer, it's so unique and extraordinary how it had, like, he wasn't a consistent smoker, so... He, and he didn't do it for decades, so, I mean, it had to really have something to do with 9-11, how it was so advanced. And oh, possibly, yeah. It had to but, have. And you know, that, that's restitution we'll probably never see either. He did smoke, he did smoke pot heavily when he was younger. And he that doesn't older, really he cause what he had, though. I tell you what I've read about it. Who knows, really? They don't really... I, I think it's 9-11 when, like, you hear about how many trillions of parts per million of um, not just like heavy metals, but asbestos that were in the air from 9-11. Yeah, Tri- trillions yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah. Quadrillions of parts. Yeah, I was just reading about that. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, I mean, doubt... I part of that yeah. fun, so right. I look into or, that too. The so Michael we'll Keaton movie. Not, not too optimistic about that. I no, I know, but like after just hearing like the incredible Warhol story of how the the sanctitude of life and like he didn't just have like lungs that were hemorrhaging blood and a a human body takes uh ten pints ten ten uh pints of blood and he got twelve. Yeah. They don't have much much in their uh, their medicine box to do for these kinds of patients. It's very limited things, surgery. I think they're going, they're getting more, uh, they're using an AIDS medication that actually works on cancer. that's interesting. Well, I I, I watch podcasts and study it. God forbid, they may never get it. You know, they were doing something with scorpion ink. Yeah, in Israel. Yeah, I, mean, I know. You know, we were, I was willing to go to the ends of the earth. And Why not? It, yeah. And I was willing to pay out of pocket for anything. Of course. And Daddy just felt, I think he was losing his wins. And it is, right, it is, like, upsetting how, like, there is more that could have been done in retrospect, but, like, how much more, like, yeah. it, it would have, like, been, like, marginal. Yeah. Oh, didn't his, his wife died? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, his wife had brain, brain cancer, and she had also a very bad prognosis, but then she was really doing well. Hmm. They got a lot out. She did well with the, with the chemotherapy. I don't think she had radiation. She did well with that. And then she <sighs> lived for years, and you know, I always ask people who I would run into who knew people from middle school, I would say, how's Mr. Culver? How's Mr. How's his wife? Oh. oh, she's coming along. And do you know, recently, I asked somebody, I forgot who. I don't 
don't even remember, maybe in the last year or two, I said, how's Mr. Kobe? They go, oh, he retired. I said, whatever happened with his wife? They go, oh, no, she died. I said, well, when did she die? And they said, years ago. Hmm. So, you know, even people that are doing well with this, it's very unusual. All right. What Do you know what kind she had? Worse than daddy. Oh, really? Glioblastoma multiform. Is that like stage four? Yeah, yes. Okay. But Yeah, the 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 metastasizing is the factor. Infiltrating astrocytoma, but it was where it was. It was diffuse. It was like throughout the brain. It was like if you sprinkle sand in the meninges of the brain. So since it, so since it's less, um, I guess concentrated. Does that make it better or? That must have been so scary seeing the scorpion shape of because like when when they show like visuals of cancer though they'll show like demon spirits with tentacles I believe it's called a specter it's like a a black blob and it has like uh like fifteen octopus tentacles and it's but um what I've seen online that. There's actually possibilities that the answer to what genes and pro- protein therapies and atoms can actually work and amino acids that they're like software could actually use like AI to find data to have results for the things that could actually work. But it's it's that the research facilities, they're not all centralized, obviously. And they're doing different types of work, but if someone were to uh, like combine all of the resources and put it into a program, like it's almost so hard to believe no one's doing it. But I've also listened to po- so there's solutions that are actually like in the in the slot change to actually maybe even like be available one day, but um. When I, no no when when I see cancer doctors on podcasts and like there's one Indian woman who is very good that has been now outspoken. There's an Indian woman who who's outspoken for years, and she said she said this cancer woman doctor says how. The industries, they're not looking for cures to cancer. They don't want that. They make money on the surgeries and the chemo, and it's a cash yeah, cow. And they do not try to find these innovative it's, it's procedures. It's a million dollars for someone who has cancer, I swear. Yeah. But like, I, will say, I will say this, what? though, that that opens up a vista if you're interested in that kind of industry. Yeah. I I that I've been I I've been looking into cancer solutions for code even bef- a little before I started coding be- just because I was starting to learn of the possibilities of what coding could do for my last job and yeah. cancer research was one of actually the central factors for what interested me in coding to start. Right, right. Well, it sounds good 
second I wanted something. I, I don't even remember if it was like... Well, think about I, it. Think about it, okay? And tell me. If, you, if we can't get it before Sunday, we could always get it, but let me know. But yeah. anything because no wife got What? Because I have to go over to back to the office, you know, back to my home office, and then I got to go do some uh, errands at the bank and then I gotta go and they're installing her phone today I have to give you her new number but okay. I, I wanna um, you know what you could do look for me for landlines I wanna buy an old fashioned well, landline don't you just go to the store for that they no there is no stores to buy phones like that anymore what about like PC what, Richard you could, mm-hmm. no no there's nothing Target. else you could look for look for uh, a special phone for the handicapped vision and hearing Wait, oh, so she needs a cell phone, too? Yeah, but a cell phone for the handicapped, but a landline, maybe something with a loud ringer for hearing impaired or something like that, all right? Look for me for that online and see what you come up with, okay? Uh, when do you need it, though? Whenever, whenever. But what else is doing? Anything else before I hang up? Uh, Harrison shouldn't be so concerned about if you texted Harvey. He should think, feel sympathy for the family like, in the moment. All right, listen, I don't want to talk about that. That's stupid, all right? Anything else? No, but I, no, I, I think sometimes he gets, like, nervous or uncomfortable how he'll, he should react to something, like, uh, that's, like, what? sad, that he feels all... Okay, no, like, it, 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 no, it's just, he's my brother, I, and I it disturbs him. But I no, but it was kind of like a non-answer. Like, did you talk to Gail? Or, like he didn't even right, say like I'm so sorry for this. Gonna, I think he meant did you send your condolences? That's no, it just know. sounded like he was trying to check if he if he had to text someone or if he should be on. Why do I have to fi- Oh, the phone is for you, and you have to do all Nani's phones, and you have to do your own the phone, phone bullshit. Phone for Nani, okay? Yeah. Alright, anything else? Um, I don't think so. Alright, are you looking forward to Sunday? Well, I'm seeing you tomorrow, too, but... Oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I mean, you my forgot? memory is terrible. Yeah? Terrible, terrible. Oh, my God.
Probably not, but you uh, certainly. Why you say that? Well, because Sue's going to be there. Let me tell you something, buddy. I call you all the time and you don't pick up the phone. When do you call? You are home. What? You are in your room. You don't go out. I call at this time, then that time, then this time, then that time, and you never I don't have any record of you even calling this week. She's right, I'm a selfish human being. I'm so, I'm so awful.
I saw Varl take trainer Uber into Umbrellas. Train sounds awful. So bad. How would that even work? Absolutely terrible. He said, I don't really want to have back for an air Saturday morning. messages on this voicemail. Should you wish to reach Molly, please contact. You all let me know who plans on LI for the weekend. Trish, I gotta do something going. I probably don't. I don't think there's anywhere to stay. I don't think you should be worrying about being a movie fellow producer. Hello. It's not viable for us, eh? What do
Young's eyes grew at me, but not killing me. But it cost you nothing, baby, no mind. Look along my ground, cause it ain't got time for friends. Sensitive thugs, you owe me hugs. Gotta lose carefully, gotta move carefully. Baby, hey, if you get money like athletes, got this in a prime. Gone's nothing, leave me alone. You love me, leave me alone. God is at the bed It's hands off the wall. Ba 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 boo 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 up then we
No, Harrison did text me saying sorry. Talk to my mom about escape from Dana more how good it is, but uh Hi, how's AT&T? I'm still here. Uh, I can't reach Nani. Have you? Um, she may be in... What time is it? She may be going to lunch. They eat very early. But I thought she took her phone with her, even if she, like, goes but down. But she's not going to hear it. She's in lunches with other people. She's not going to pick it up. No, she, she, she'll pick up just to let me know that she... Did you talk no, to her? To, she's in a public place. It's different. It's noise. She, ha she has meals at 8, 12, and 5. And she's getting her hair done today, too. So. Oh, it, it's like Thursday the hair day? Yeah, I think so. For all of them or just her? I think Wednesday and Thursday. Listen, I can't talk right now, okay? I'm she gets it done Wednesday and Thursday? Take me to the party. Na, na, na. 
That was the song the boy, the other one from that album when my dad died. Ozzy's bitchy, cunty, when it's in public and she can't dance close. Na na na, na na na, na na na. She blocking my call? She ain't mad at Molly. Wicked smell thoughts. Did it too big game and that meant hot. No time to control the bowl when your genius grow. She knows I want no good. Hello,
gonna stop calling you faggot. What? My brother, my brother. I love my daddy. I love my brother. I love my daddy. What, dear? I love you. Why? 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 I do love my daddy. My brother, my brother. Alex, Why? I cannot talk now. I care Please. for you. I can't talk now. What are you eating? I don't I'm eating. Why, why? What, dear? Limp dick, sticky trick, yellow now I'm tired
Sweet hands. State Farm has raised the...